So, hello and welcome. My name's Steve Nabell, and today I'm speaking with Rene Furbush on Starseeds, Parallels, and Blueprinters. Now, on Instagram, I had a quick look on Instagram, uh, Rene describes herself as a Cajun mama and domesticated spiritual goddess working in the Akashic Records and the spiritual realms with spirit angels and higher beings. She does offer, I know she offers soul realignment readings, and I had a mini reading with her, it's absolutely amazing, which are based on information accessed in the Akashic Records, which identifies the soul's original profile, blueprint, blocks, restrictions, and um, the soul's divine expression and life path. And her website is thesoulsjourney.com. I will put a link out with this podcast. Hi, Renee. Hi. Thank you for having me. Well, just I've got to let everyone know, just before the podcast, I had a mini reading, which really blew me away. So I do recommend her work. And um, But just to, to let you know more about Renee, I'm going to ask her, how did you come into this journey of this work? What were you, how you didn't, we weren't born into it, I, I imagine. You went off and did no. some other career. What was your kind of career journey like? Well, it wasn't, it wasn't anywhere close. I, I actually went to school for marketing and business, and I worked in logistical engineering. And then, um, 9-11 happened. Oh, yeah. And my assistant, I was really stressed out, and my assistant bought me a gift certificate for Reiki. And I'm originally from New Orleans, so I'm a little bit, of, I was a skeptic because everyone from, well, that I met in, in Louisiana and New Orleans were like a psychic. They were always trying to get you to do readings. So I was a little skeptical, and I go in, and this woman, all she does is ask my first name. And she's like, okay, lay on the table. And I was recovering from pneumonia. And during that session, I thought I was having a flashback from high school with experimentation with LSD. Mm. <laughs> I started to see all kinds of um, orbs. The room started to fill with orbs. I started to see all these like crystal things in, in front of my eyes. And um, the woman just said, she was medium also, and she's like, I knew it. As soon as I touched you, I knew but my, I had been programmed by my family to see that business was so important, and I was very analytical in my job. And she kind of unlocked that right side of my brain to open that up. And during the whole session, she was doing healing, but she also was doing mediumship, and I started to see the energy in the room. And I left there a completely changed person. I wasn't a skeptic anymore. I went and told everyone about it. And then um, my assistant said that I could take a class and learn how to do it. And I ended up signing up for every class that she offered. I did the reconnective healing. I did Reiki. I ended up taking some psychic workshops with her. Because the more I started to get involved with the energy work, the more my intuitiveness and psychic abilities started to develop. And then fast forward 10 years, and I started to I quit my job. I started... Um, I went to school to open a spa. I worked in a spa and was secretly booking facials that were really readings. Right. <laughs> so I started doing readings um, 2004, and I kept it a secret until 2014. So I was really in the closet for a really long time, mm -hmm. and I was forced out of that closet. My guides... Um, I ended up getting really, really sick, and during that journey, um, I almost died, actually, was uh, had liver and kidney failure. I'm two years in remission right now, and um, they literally pushed me, and they said, you're not doing any more stuff to hide what you do, and a client called, and she goes, I heard you're doing great. Can you do one of your readings? 
And when we sat down, um, that's when I started to realize I was doing something completely different than before. Hmm. And I started getting soul information. I started to uh, access past lives. And the energy in the room was way different. Like she thought that I had done a healing on her at the same time I had done the reading. And um, I knew that I was accessing something. That one reading became eight. The eight became 32. And it just has been like that. Wow. Yeah. Well, before we dive into this whole process of star seeds, parallels, blueprinters, let me just ask you generally, what do you think is happening on the planet right now in this ascension period? Oh, wow. Yeah, the energy is really intense right now, especially for July. Um, it started actually last week, and its um, I feel like it kind of came down a bit the last two days, but I'm seeing a lot of people waking up that – before, even my husband, who's been a police officer for over 22 years, um, he's now admitting, like, he went to, it was all over a butter dish, okay? Mm -hmm. He's like, we've had that butter dish forever. I know that we, and I'm like, this butter dish has never been here. I bought it today. He's like, we've always had it. And then later, we're sitting on the couch, and we're just talking. He goes, I just want you to know that I really thought that we had that butter dish and he goes, and I've been having a lot of weird stuff at work lately. Like, they'll call me for a call, and I'm already at the call. Mm. So he's showing up, and he said it happened 10 times within two weeks. <laughs> and so he, so he kind of was telling me that. And um, I said, well, I knew you were always psychic because we would have an argument. And, I, and I'd be stewing, you know, like, oh. and he'd come home and say everything that I was thinking but he's now admitting it to me, and he's talking about it with his friends. And my clients that, you know, that I used to see for facials or massages that were executives with big insurance companies, because I'm in Connecticut, and that's big business here. And they were very closed, and now they're calling me for the soul realignment. And when I'm doing their vibrational stuff, they're starting to let go of that ego, mm. and they're starting to move forward and realize that the old paradigms are, are not serving us and they're starting to fall away. So I'm seeing more and more every day. I'm seeing more people that are realizing the old paradigms are false. Yeah. And I'm seeing a lot of new souls. Mm. A lot of souls that don't have more than five incarnations. Before I'd see people that were incarnated, you know, 20, 100. And now all these new souls are coming in and they are here to help with the evolution of the planet. They're here to support us and to help with the evolution of the Earth's energy, but yeah. also with humanity's energies. And so there are these, I'm seeing first-time incarnations, second-time incarnations almost weekly now. So these are kind of the starseed waves, I imagine. Yes, yes. They're the new wave. Why is it that um, some starseeds do seem to have a lot of other life memories. Do you think that they're picking up on the collective consciousness or bloodlines or how is it they pick up? I know myself I've had kind of other lifetime memories that seem to be from here. Yes, well I learned, I started, well I ended up taking quantum healing hypnosis technique classes because I knew that there was more information I was going to access because um, some people do feel like they've had other lives and they might have seen other lives. Well for a new soul to come in you know, uh, souls that have been here for many incarnations, they have soul remembrance of that. So it helps them set them, settle into the incarnation that they're coming into. The new souls, they need something. So what they're called is imprints. They're doing Akashic Record, 
soul imprinting. They're actually borrowing stories from oh, the Akashic Records right. and imprinting to help them settle into this incarnation. So that's why when some people do um, Akashic Record readings, they may have a lot of clients that are Cleopatra or they were Lincoln, right? Yeah. But they followed that story because they needed that story for this incarnation so that they can go on the path. It's it's like a resource that they needed for the path that they have chosen. Why why would the starseeds then choose very difficult lifetimes, you know, some of them involving death and torture and all that kind of thing? Yeah. Because they're coming forward to help with the evolution and they're coming that a lot of them do experience trauma and drama, a lot of them. Sometimes it's because it's a the they might still be very connected to their soul's group energy. And this earth energy is very dense. It's third dimensional. This body is very dense for them because they may have never had a physical incarnation in a physical body. So they're very connected to the spiritual aspect of their soul. And then they come into this body and it's very hard. Hmm. The the archetypes and all the um, belief systems that are here on the earth are not in, at many planet. Almost every planet doesn't have. They don't have fear. They don't have the guilt, the negative thought forms that we have here. They don't have those. So when they come in, they do experience a lot of trauma and drama. Basically, some of them are from just being here on this earth, hmm. and they may go through the existence of literally existing not living because of the fear that they end up picking up from this dimensional energy. The other thing is is that they're meant to come and help with the evolution of the earth and of humanity. Well, they become activists from the drama and trauma. Instead of letting that drama and trauma put them into fear victim mode, many of them are taking it and becoming activists. Mm. And they're raising the consciousness and the awareness of the planet. Wow. Is there a difference between when you look at the Akashic records of someone seeing an imprint that they've borrowed and seeing an actual experience? No. I've tried to go in 7,000 million ways to figure it out. And um, even in quantum healing hypnosis technique, if anyone's familiar with that, we are able to talk to higher beings in the sessions. And um, I've and I've had clients that I'll bring them in, the, in between life where they're in between incarnations, and I ask them, you know, are, is there a way for me to recognize when it's an imprint? And they said there's no way for us to recognize an imprint because the soul believes that they have lived that life. And is the healing process the same for someone who has an imprint or someone who has an experience? Yes, it, it is the same. And they might feel the same block and restrictions. You might see someone who was Cleopatra in, in one life, and they look at her life as being horrible, and then someone else might look at her life as, the soul might look at that life as being empowering. Right. So, there's depending on the soul's energy, it's the way that they perceive the soul, or that memory, or right. imprint. I've heard the term starseeds, obviously I know about the term starseeds, but parallels and blueprinters, I've never come across until I read your website. Can you say something about the differences between these? Yes, yeah. So blueprinters is a soul group, and the blueprinters, you and I are blueprinters. Mm -hmm. 
So blue punters come here to help. Well, actually, they go to many planets, and they help the evolution with many planets. And they are from divine source. They are from God. And they are meant to assist with the divine soul blueprint of souls. So there's blueprint technicians who are really in it. So those are like the social workers and the teachers that help support us in our growth and our evolution. They have um, the blueprint changers like ourselves who help souls. We empower souls. We Blueprint changers usually are also like the activists too. We, we are considered star seeds hmm. because many of us don't have many incarnations because of on earth we've had them on many planets but not many on earth so the blueprint changers usually have had something earlier in their life that is affecting them either it's drama or trauma just like the the star seeds or the new souls that i was telling you about and we are here to empower other souls but we're also here to connect them back to their divinity how they were created on all dimensions mm. so helping them come back into alignment so that they can be at their fullest potential and parallels and parallels is a soul group they are they are star seeds parallels actually come from um, a, a parallel universe so we have our universe here right and they are a parallel universe so it's completely opposite from the life that we have here on earth but they're here assisting us they were assisting us from the ethers, but they wanted to come in to assist on the physical plane. Well, they started to actually come in, and the um, I got this information from them. So let me just back up. I never met a parallel until October of last year, mm. and I have a podcast where I did the interview with that that one parallel that I first met, and now I see a parallel like every other client's a parallel now. Mm. So they came forward. This woman was in her first incarnation. So when I'm doing um, the um, when I'm doing the soul realignment, I'm looking for the blocks and restrictions because that gives the client validation about what's holding them back in their life. Well, I couldn't find a past life for her. I couldn't find. I was asking in every way, and it was the first client that I saw that was in their first incarnation in this life. So. I'm like, oh my God, how am I going to do my soul realignment? There's mm. nothing for me to realign. I did see that she had soul loss and a few other things that happened, but I did not see the usual 20-page thing of information to assist them. And I just went in psychically and intuitively. I opened myself up in the Akashic Records to this woman's group, and I, and I ended up connecting with them, and I ended up channeling 20 pages of inf information about the parallels. Mm. And that they... They started to come in the late 1800s, and it didn't go very well because the density of the earth was still not good. So religion was still really connected to law, right? People were still being hang, hung for things. They still had slavery, and they thought that they, they could come here and assist with the evolution of the earth. The earth's energy at that time was such a low frequency they were dying before they were born, they were dying right after they were born, or they would commit suicide um, in their adolescence. So then they, they held off for a little bit, and they start to come back in the 1950s and 60s. They start to come back, and things were getting a little better, but it was still very dense energy, and they were starting to um, 
like they were coming in, but a lot of them were existing. They weren't living. They would become almost like agoraphobic. Um, they wouldn't really put themselves out there. They were just merely going through life waiting for it to end. Hmm. Um, and then they started to come through again. They took a break again. Then the 80s, they start to come in again. And from the 80s to... Um, I'm seeing 1991, those are the ones that I'm seeing, the parallels that are first incarnation, our second incarnation. And what they told me is they're a very high vibrational, eighth dimensional soul group. And they're so high vibrational, even on that other side, what they were showing me is that they do have family units and they create energy and they will, um, so they, they have two different energies that come together that will make another energy and they are all about assisting other planets and helping them with the evolution just like the blue, uh, blueprint changers and the blueprint technicians and um, what they do is they um, they will be selected for a mission but on those other planets a lot of planets don't have the physical body or the density so they start to come in again but now that the Earth has raised her vibration, we're now going into six-dimensional energy. Many of them are starting to find um, teachers or they're being born with parents that are able to support them. Hmm. And when I talk to them, because they still are struggling, most of them are having a hard time with their emotions and mentally understanding the, the uh, ego, hmm. human ego. So I'll meet, most of them have contemplated suicide. Many of them have attempted suicide. Um, they are the ones who are super empathic. They are healers. They are the white light workers. They are intuitive and psychic and mediums. And the thing is, is that sometimes feeling everything that we have on this planet is too much for them and they don't know how to manage that energy. So I made an agreement with the Parallel Soul Group to help with assisting this soul group on this earth. And that's why I started my podcast. Hmm. Because I'm not a fifth energy center. I know everybody's probably like, well, she likes to talk. Yeah. <laughs> but um, that's not my, that's not what I came here for. I'm a, I'm a fourth energy center. So I'm all about love and like healing and love, you know, and, and helping people connect to self-love. Yeah. So I made the agreement to assist them by giving them resources and um, also giving them resources that are close to them, but also resources that I could put out online like you. I talk about you all the time, and I share you with all the parallels, and they say your transmissions help them tremendously. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. great. Can you, just to help people get an orientation, could you, have you identified famous a famous star seed, a parallel, and a blueprint to give a kind of, well, they're the different types? Um, well, the, like, start, well, I definitely, okay, I hate this on this, but I'm, like, David Bowie, okay, love David Bowie, yeah. and, like, my whole life, I've been, since probably four years old, I felt, like, so connected to him, my mom's like, you're too young to even love, and I've, <laughs> I have, um, autographed picture that's, like, six foot, but he definitely is a star seed, yeah. and he would be what we call a vega, that came here to change. You know, he made this huge change with the earth and people's outlooks. He didn't, it was with art, it was with music, 
it was with the sexuality and being more open to love and that love doesn't have a color or a sex or a box that you can put it in, you know, and I, he definitely 100% was like, we call the Vegas, the movers and the shakers that really put themselves out there to make a change um, with humanity and have a huge impact on an audience. Right. Yeah. yeah, a good friend of mine was his web designer, and he used to get invited to all his parties. And apparently, That's he was awesome. a very nice guy. Yeah, and um, yes, so there we are. What about um, any famous parallels or blueprinters, apart from um, us? You know, well, de definitely like connecting to Oprah, like her energy. You would call her a blueprinter. Okay. Yeah. Because she is like an activist, she is um, influencing people with that energy, and she's helping people be, become aware of the of what's out there. She makes brings awareness, and people listen to what she has. She's one hundred percent also fifth energy center like yourself, mm. where she can just pull you in with her words, and you feel the energy with the words that she speaks, and you know that it's from an authentic space. Yeah. What about a parallel? Any, or are they kind of more hidden? Parallels are not in the limelight. They they like to be the back, like in the in the back on the backstage. Okay. Like they're influencing. They would be the influencers of you or Oprah. You know, they would be the ones who are bringing information, um, or they would be the healers that you meet that help with getting the word out. So you would meet some of the parallels and talk to them about maybe their energy work or maybe their mediumship. And then you would be the resource and share that, but they would never put themselves out there um, to the public in a arena where a lot of attention's on them. Right. Can you say something with the star seeds about origins coming into the planet? I know um, you mentioned Vega. What are the main kind of places star seeds are coming in from on the earth now? Yeah. Well, a lot of Arcturus. Yeah. I, I've, I've been coming in contact with Arcturus. Um, I even, by starting to work on them, I ended up getting a download from them with a healing. Um, and they're wanting me to help support them because a lot of them are coming through with this healing energy, the Arcturians. And they're wanting to help support with healing and also they're trying to change I'm just to let you know when they come through they give me a lot of information about foods um, health systems they really are helping with that also the Palladians mm. a lot of Palladians so Palladians I love them they are also big time they're very social and they're like very like out there and they're the ones that really put themselves out there and they don't take things so heavy and seriously as a lot of us do. I mean, I'm, I see a lot of being in a Kasha records and when you find an imprint or a, a block and restriction, it's normally not from a very good thing. So I see a lot of the dark stuff that, pe that have happened to people in past lives. The Palladians are what I've been meaning is they're like lawyers for children, you know, um, activists, um, child uh, advocacy uh, lawyers. Um, but they're like their energy is so high vibrational and they're like the fighters but it's like they're not like i'm gonna take you down it's like they're laughing like you're so stupid ha 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 you know they're very funny um right they're, they're like uh working with um communities doing com a lot of community work the palladians are very social and and they're very open and working with com uh communities so yeah a lot of um 
the parallels, the blue printers. Actually, I just want to say something. The parallels, there's only 50,000 of them right now on this earth. They're like the smallest, um, smallest soul group that's here. But I find that there's giant cell here in Connecticut All right. and, um, because I've been meeting them. And I, I keep going in. I'm like, am I just saying it's parallel? And they're like, no, they're parallel. But um, we have a, a big um, community of them here. And I've been introducing them to one another because I want them to feel supported and know that they're not alone and that they have other people that feel the exact same way as they do. Right. Do you meet many Syrian and Lyran souls? I don't. No, you don't. I don't. I, I feel like I like these soul groups have selected me. And the other thing is is that what I find is that the the people that come to me know like they know that there's something in them and, and they're already connected to their gifts, but they need that confirmation for their gifts. And the blue because I'm a blueprinter, I get a lot of blueprinters and I understand the energy and I, I can recognize them, you know, and really work with them. And the parallels, I met them and then they just started sending me all of them. And then I, the Octarian, same thing. I had a client that heard about me from a parallel client and they started coming. So um, once in a while, I'll get a Syrian or a Procyon or a Maldek. Um, and also um, Polaris, uh, a lot of Polaris actually. I do get a good bit of them. Mm. I call them my true north. Like mm. they are the ones who are all about bringing the truth to the world and bringing the truth out. Mm. Uh, they might work with political parties and things like that. But yeah, I do see a lot of Polaris lately. Wow. Can you say something about your work on soul realignment and your readings? What, what do you give clients when they come to see you? Yeah, so the, the first thing that I do is I introduce them to their soul. So I tell them um, where they came from. Yeah. And 100% they agree with, with the energy that they feel. I let them know what their primary energy centers are because that is how they would um, be connected to their career. That's how they find happiness in their life. And that's also, that would reflect their relationships. So how their relationships would go. And then I also find out their soul specializations. So um, what they came here to accomplish and, you know, maybe someone, someone has a job as a clerk in an office when they're supposed to be working with physical body systems, you know, being an occupational therapist or something like that. Hmm. And, and they're teetering on that. So I give them validation of, yeah, you're feeling that. So that's what you need to um, embrace. Yeah. So I will let them know if they're on the right path and where they're going. Um, I connect them to their soul's energy, so their vibrational energy. I let them know where they're connecting and how they're connecting. So third dimensional, fifth dimensional, sixth dimensional, or higher. Hmm. Um, I connect them to um, also what their purpose is. What did they pick for their experience in this incarnation? What did they come here to accomplish? Hmm. And then after I see all that energy and I introduce them to it, then we'll get into the part what's blocking them. And uh, that validates all that they feel emotionally, physically, and mentally. And they'll see it showing up. And I'll, I'll tell them when and how and where it's showing up for them and what originally caused it. And then I help them clear it. So not only is it a reading, but it's also um, energy healing session as well. Brilliant. And the website is thesoulsjourney.com. So, Renee, it's lovely. Soul's journey. Oh, the soul's sorry, 
Thesoulsjourney.com. Oh, what did, okay. Journeys, uh, Journeys has an S on the end. Journeys.com. Soulsjourney. Yeah, I think the other one is a um, uh, I think it's a karate website. <laughs> a karate website. Oh well, you, yeah. if you hit the karate website, you've gone to the wrong place. <laughs> All right, Renee. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me. Thank you, Steve.